What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And guess what? That is officially the 200th time that I have delivered that intro. Crazy that we're filming or recording, I should say, episode number 200 right now, which is pretty surreal. I started this, let's see, it's been about two and a half years. So I started this in January, late January of 2019. And here we are in July of 2021. So two and a half years, 200 episodes. I guess that means we're averaging close to a little over one episode per week, which is not too bad. We've been super consistent with two episodes per week lately. There was a short period of time where I got to three a week and there was a time where I slacked off a little bit, but we've been steady with the two episodes per week and that's what I'm going to stick with moving forward. I think it's working well, but man, 200 episodes, it's crazy how it feels like it just happened overnight. And then to be where we are in terms of audience and popularity, it's just pretty... uh Surreal, I guess, is the best way to put it. But anyway, I'm super grateful for everybody that's been listening since episode one. If you are a true OG, I appreciate you. Or if episode number 200 is your first episode, I appreciate you just as much. Um, I, I can't believe that anybody would actually take time out of their day to listen to what I have to say on a you know bi-week or a, you know two times a week basis. But it is super appreciated. appreciated. Um, I am going to be talking about metabolic priming today. I felt like it was a good topic because I've had a number of conversations recently where I asked somebody or, or I discuss metabolic priming or um, I have somebody who's communicating with me and coming from a very restricted background, chronic dieting, low calorie programs, uh, you know, all the things that we talk about metabolic adaptation and just dealing with a bunch of issues where the solution is a metabolic priming phase. And I've been getting this response a lot lately, which is, are you just talking about reverse dieting? And I always say no. <laughs> and then it's like, wait, tell me how they're different. Um, so I want to talk about what I mean when I, when I discuss metabolic priming. What does it actually mean to prime your metabolism? And how is that different from a reverse diet? Uh, I'm going to get into that. Before I do, just let me know as always, if you enjoy the content, if you appreciate this episode, if you want to hear more, tell me, send me a DM, hit me up on Instagram. It's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. You can always take a screenshot of the episode, post it to your stories and tag me. And of course, you can always leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. We've kind of hit this mark where we're at like 10,000 downloads per week, which is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But in order to get to 15,000, 20,000, 50,000 downloads per week, we need more reviews. We need more shares. We need people like you sending it to friends and family that you think would enjoy the show. It's going to be a team effort. Uh, because I don't do anything with like sponsor sponsorships or anything like that. It's literally just me hitting record, sometimes having a guest on. And I do have some amazing guests lined up for you guys, but that's it. It's, it's a grassroots effort with all of us. So hopefully we can make that happen. I appreciate you guys very much. So let's get into it and talk about metabolic priming. First of all, understand that your metabolism, like most people, like I said, when I say metabolic priming, they're like, oh, you're talking about a reverse diet. If you've never heard of a reverse diet, essentially what that means is when you are going through a 
cut, if you're trying to lose body fat and you are reducing your caloric intake, you're putting yourself into a calorie deficit to intentionally lose body fat. And let's say you end up losing 10 pounds and your calories are now at 1200 and you're like, crap, 1200 calories sucks. I'm miserable. I'm hangry all the time. I have cravings. My mood's all over the place. I'm not sleeping well. I have no energy. I have no sex drive. My cycle's all over the place. And a regular, like, what do I do here? And then a coach will say, you should just reverse diet. And that means your coach is going to gradually add calories back into the mix until you get your calorie total to a kind of maintenance level, whatever that looks like for you as an individual. So let's say in this hypothetical situation, you're at 1,200 calories, you reach your goal or whatever, your, your cut phase is over, and it's time to reverse diet your coach might go, all right, now we're going to start eating 1,400 calories. And then if your weight is stable, we're going to go to 1,600 and then 1,800 and then 2,000. And then you reach a point ultimately where you're at maintenance. You're not gaining or losing. Body composition is staying relatively the same. Hopefully, if you're working with a good coach, they're checking your biofeedback. They're noticing that your energy is improving, that your mood is stabilizing, that your sleep is getting better, that your hunger is getting lower, that your cravings are getting less. All of these positive signs that your cycle is back to being its normal, regular cycle, all the things, right? That is what most people talk about with the reverse diet. However, I have seen reverse dieting completely butchered throughout the industry. And, you know, this is from experience. This is from watching what other programs do. This is from personally being put through a reverse, a reverse diet that was a mess. And also for working for another company that totally uh, misapplies this concept. And the reason that that happens is oftentimes reverse dieting ends up being the situation where you add calories just for the sake of adding calories without any consideration for the individual and without consideration for actually understanding what the metabolism truly is. And so it's just like dumping calories onto an individual blindly in a lot of cases, right? Now, there are a lot of good coaches out there that do this properly. I'm talking about what I have witnessed across the space. It's just kind of arbitrarily adding calories blindly without any consideration for the individual. And a lot of excess weight gain occurs frequently. Um, so it's like that person that lost 10 pounds then goes through this reverse and ends up gaining 15 pounds because uh, the coach or the program didn't know how to properly apply a reverse diet or didn't understand what the metabolism actually is and just thought it was a numbers game, which is the biggest mistake. There's really two things that two mistakes that I see across the board here. Number one is thinking that it's just a numbers game. Like, okay, it's all about calories and we just have to get calories normalized and then we'll be good. Mistake number two is believing that the metabolism is simply a, a nutritional output or a nutritional equation. The metabolism is much more than that. The metabolism is kind of like this whole orchestra that is playing together and there's all these different inputs and outputs. If you had to reduce the metabolism to its simplest form, it is a stress barometer. It is measuring all of the different stressors, inputs and outputs going on in your life. So it's reading the external environment, reading the internal environment. Of course, nutrition is a piece of that, but it's just one piece of a larger puzzle. Training is a piece of that. Um, types of foods, you know, food quality, 
quantity, uh, recovery, stress management, sleep, all of these different things, even stuff like hydration um, and activity outside of the gym, all of these things are impacting your metabolism um, all the time, right? It's this giant stress barometer. So when people talk about reverse dieting, and it's only discussed from a nutritional side, like from the nutritional lens, from a calorie lens. I feel that that is doing the individual a massive disservice because let's just say that you're somebody going through a reverse diet and only focusing on calories, but there's all these other stressors in your life that are not being addressed. So you might be overtraining, you might be doing too much volume, you might not be sleeping well, you might be, um, you know, not put in implementing any sort of self care or stress management in your life. You might have relationship struggles, you might have family drama, you might have all these things going on that are creating. A, or, or impacting your metabolism in a negative way. And just simply adding calories and adding calories and adding calories is not looking at the root of what's going on. So that is why I prefer to talk about it from the lens of priming the metabolism. And if you think about what that word means, it's like, let's prime the metabolism. Let, let's set up the metabolism to do what we want, right? We're, we're priming, we're getting ready. It's like, if I wanted to get primed for a big fight and I just, and I'm referencing that because I just went to the um, UFC fights in Vegas, which was an unbelievable experience. But when you prime yourself, you're getting ready, you're putting yourself in the best position to win, hopefully. Um, and that's, that's like, when I think of the term priming, it's like, if we understand what the metabolism is, and we understand what body composition and transformation is, then priming makes way more sense than just arbitrarily adding calories. Now, there are, of course, instances, more often than not, where we do have to increase the quantity of food, but we also have to look at the quality. So when we're priming, we have to have both quality and quantity. We also have to look at activity. We also have to look at recovery. We also have to look at sleep. We have to look at all of the inputs and outputs of stress because if the goal is fat loss, if you are trying to get leaner, even if you're trying to build muscle, we need the proper environment for those things to occur. And the number one disruptor of achieving your goals is stress. If you are stressing your system, if you are overtraining, if you're under-recovered, if you are not eating you know, enough quality foods, if you're not eating the right quantity of foods, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not implementing any form of self-care stress management, you might be sabotaging your results because think about what your metabolism is. It's a stress barometer. So if we want that fat loss to occur, if we want to get leaner, if we want to get stronger, whatever we want to accomplish, we should be priming the metabolism before we go into that active phase of whatever the goal is. Now, ironically, once we start to balance that stress equation, most people start to see progress anyway. So that's another thing. Like, If you are looking at it from not just a reverse diet standpoint, but from a priming standpoint, and you're doing the things that you need to do to prime your metabolism, because you are balancing the stress equation in your favor, oftentimes 
that was what was preventing you from, from seeing the results that you wanted, right? It was too much stress. It had nothing to do with consistency or the style of training or, you know, oh, should I be doing more carbs versus fats or fats versus carbs? Like all of that stuff is probably inconsequential if it's really just a stress issue, which more often than not it is. Now, of course, that also influences your choices with food, your choices with how much you're eating, the types of foods you're eating. So yes, it's all interconnected, but that's why I'm so adamant on not just segment, segmenting the metabolism into a calorie formula or simply through the lens of nutrition because there's so many other pieces to it that if we can put them together, that's when the magic happens. That's when the results happen. So oftentimes we don't even need that active fat loss phase to get to where we want to go just by priming the metabolism. We start to see results anyway. But if that's not the case for you and you properly go through a priming phase, you will see what a difference it makes in your results because now all of a sudden you're working with your body versus fighting against it. And you're not putting yourself in a position where adding a bunch of calories is going to make you gain a bunch of weight. That's the beautiful part about it is when we work with our clients and we add calories and we increase, you know, we, we try to get to homeostatic balance. We try to get to maintenance. Uh, they're not gaining any unwanted body fat because if you do it intentionally and if you understand the metabolism, there should be very, very minimal, if any, weight gain. Now, of course, if the scale goes up a little bit because of water or because of food volume in the system, that's fine. That's not fat. You're not gaining body fat in that scenario. Um, but when we look at you know, our clothes still fitting the way that we want, measurements still pretty solid, pictures still look the same as we go through this priming phase, that, those are all good signs. And that's typically what we see with our clients is that we don't have to worry about that. Where, you know, where a lot of coaches and programs go wrong with reverse dieting, it's just the continual increase without understanding the individual or without understanding the metabolism, which is why a lot of people gain unwanted body fat going through those processes. So hopefully that makes sense in, dis in distinguishing priming your metabolism just versus simply reverse dieting and why I use that phrase and why we implement that for all of our one-on-one -on -one clients. Because even somebody who comes to me and they're like, I have an overeating problem. I don't need to prime my metabolism. Yes, absolutely you do because you know what overeating is? That's a different form of stress, especially if it's overeating with poor quality of foods. So undereating is a different form of stress, but all stress is created equal. So yes, while you have one person who's undereating, one person who's overeating, you might think, well, one needs a priming phase, but the other doesn't. They actually both do because it's two forms of stress and your body doesn't care where the stress is coming from. It just knows there's stress. So it's going to respond accordingly. So we're going to respond accordingly by balancing that stress equation because the metabolism is a stress barometer. And that obviously is an oversimplification, but that's really the best way to describe it. Most people think of it in terms of uh, calories. The best way to describe it is in terms of stress. So hopefully that makes sense and gives you some insight into what you might want to do if you're trying to do this on your own in terms of priming your metabolism. The best way to take, you know, to take care of this is to not do it on your own because here's the reality. You're subjective with yourself. That's just human nature. I'm subjective with myself, which is why I don't allow myself to make subjective decisions. I offload that. I put that on somebody else's plate and I let an objective 
perspective, AKA my coach, make those decisions for me because I know that I would let myself be overly stressed. I know that I would do too much. I know that I would undereat. So having somebody who says, here are the things that you need to do and here's why, here's what I'm seeing. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's obvious. That sounds just like me, of course. So I'm going to do those things. So my recommendation would be, don't try it to, don't try to do it on your own because you're going to end up being subjective anyway. And you're likely going to expand the amount of time that it actually takes to get to where you want to be. So save yourself some time, save yourself some energy, have a coach who knows how to go through this process, who knows how to set you up for long-term success. By the way, when I say that our clients achieve their goals and they never backtrack and they never have to worry about regaining the weight and they have this, this sense of freedom really forever, this is one of the main reasons why. It's because we're putting their metabolisms in a position for long-term results. Because of priming, because of understanding this stress balance, we're able to set them up for long-term results and long-term success. So it's really not rocket science, but it is important and it does help to have somebody walking you through that process. If you do need help with that, please just reach out. Let me know. Shoot me a a DM on Instagram. That's the easiest way. Or Facebook. Um, Facebook, it's just my name, Mike Milner. Instagram, it's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And thank you again I can't believe this is episode 200. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. I appreciate you all very much, and I will talk to you all soon.